share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 DQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. It's a good thing goats have four stomachs. Otherwise, there's no way we could swallow some of these takes. Hey, goat, what's going on out there? 103.3 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. on a Monday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat with Lyndon Burton. We are here with the editor and publisher and writer of the preeminent preseason magazine. He is Phil Steele as we are all set for college football. Phil, Dave Schultz, thanks for, thanks for hopping on a Monday afternoon sports chat. How are you? You know, I am doing great, Dave. It's uh, my favorite time of year. I'm only working maybe 50, 60 hours a week doing a bunch of radio shows. Sure beats a magazine deadline where we put seven months of work into the magazine every year. Well, let's talk about, uh, you know, maybe the, one of the surprise teams of 2022. What do you think for 2023? LSU bringing back their quarterback, bringing back a lot of talent. Maybe they won a little bit too much too soon. They play Georgia in the SEC Championship Last year, they were picked to finish second in the SEC West behind Alabama. What do you think about those LSU Tigers? Well, it's a very talented LSU team, no doubt about it. And they're one of the few teams among the top teams in the country that returned their starting quarterback in Jaden Daniels. 
And Jaden Daniels, I thought, um, got a lot more confident as the season went on last year, and that's when LSU really hit their stride. So having a dangerous signal caller like that's a great place to start. Uh, you look at the running back core, they've got Logan Diggs coming in, uh, and they, they also have players like Josh Williams, Noah Kane, John Emery. It's a deep core of running backs. The offensive line looks solid, rated number 20 in the country. The number three linebacking core in the entire country, Harold Perkins, moving inside from outside. It'll be interesting to see how that uh, works out. Uh, Wingo up front, one of the best defensive lines in the secondary solid as well. My biggest question mark might be special teams. Uh, last year, I only rated them number 117. Uh, that's going to have to improve this year. Cost them in a couple of games. But uh, it's a very dangerous LSU team, one capable not only contending in the West, but a national title contender as well. And they go from number 109 on my experience chart all the way up to number 49 this year. And I'll tell you what, every second-year head coach I've ever talked to says the same thing. We're in so much better shape than we were this year than last year. We now know the players. The players know our schemes. So LSU has that going through, going forward as well. Any concern with Harold Perkins Jr. moving inside? I love him. He was obviously... You know, a huge bonus to LSU last year, but he was kind of playing that joker position where he didn't have necessarily have any huge responsibilities, kind of freelance. Now he's moving inside where he is absolutely going to have some responsibilities and can't freelance quite as much. Yeah, that that is a little bit of a concern, but in the same token, I don't think defenses can prepare for him as much. In other words, if you line him up outside, knowing he's going to rush the uh, the passer, you can slant your coverage to uh, defending that. Whereas inside, you can't really slant the coverage towards defending him. You don't know where he's coming from. So I think it's going to be an interesting thing to see how it works out. But uh, second year in the system, I would expect nothing but big things for Harold Perkins. We're talking to Phil Steele from the Phil Steele preseason uh, ba- a mask football magazine. Uh, we're getting excited for football. Alabama still picked to win the SEC West. I've been saying they're going to lose two ball games for a year now. I'm just not sure how they can be better than they were last year when they had, you know, the best quarterback in the nation and maybe the best defensive player in the nation. How can Alabama be better than they were last year? Well, it goes back to Nick Saban, and and this is generally the type of year where he does his best work. Uh, Give an example, uh, in his career, he's only had one national title when preseason number one. And he's been preseason number one each of the last two years, come up with two losses, both on the last play of the game last year, by the way, versus LSU and Tennessee. Uh, This year, he's under under the radar. Nobody's picked him to win the national title, and that's when he's most dangerous. Go back to 2020. They were number three coming into the season, finished 13-0. Now, they're a lightly experienced team, number 127 on my experience chart. They don't know who their quarterback is. Could be Tyler Buckner. Could be Jalen Milrow. Could be Ty Simpson. So there's a lot of question marks about Bama this year, but they play their best football at home. They get to arguably their two toughest opponents, LSU and Texas, both at home this year. And uh, I did pick them to win the West and, and consider them a title contender, mostly because of, that, of the A, the talent that they bring in every single year under Nick Saban, and B, Nick Saban walking the sidelines. It should be noted, Georgia, for the first time since 2015, Alabama was not picked to win the SEC overall. Georgia was. You got a surprise team in the SEC this year? I do, and it is uh, LSU, or excuse me, Texas A&M. Mm. And um, when I look at Texas A&M, uh, I'll go back to my conversations with Coach Jimbo Fisher last year. Remember, they were number 124 on my experience chart last year, one of the least experienced teams in the country. And when I went over the team with Coach Fisher, 
it seemed like we got to the end of every position, and I asked him for his recap of it. And like on the offensive line, for example, he said, Phil, we're going to have one of the best offensive lines in the country next year. He was <laughs> capping them all off with next year. Well, this is next year. It's 2023. And last year, not only were they very inexperienced, but they lost their top wide receiver, Anaya Smith, week four with injury, started three different quarterbacks due to injury. Now this year they come in number 14 on my experience chart, a massive upgrade in experience. Ten starters back on offense, ten on defense, and even in their season where they struggled going five and seven last year, they beat LSU 38-23, to and they were at Alabama's two-yard line with a chance to win the game, thrown in the end zone down by four points on the last play of the game. So they proved they could play with the big boys last year. They're vastly more experienced. I think A&M is my number one most improved team in the country, mm-hmm. and they go from five and seven to being a sneaky contender in the SEC West. Well, usually the SEC Media Days, another name for that, is the Texas A&M bandwagon. I kind of feel like you know, a lot of people were like you. They could surprise because, I mean, somewhere along the way, the, the recruiting has to match the outcome on the field, and so far it really hasn't for Jimbo. Yeah, interestingly, though, in my magazine, each of the last two years I have not had a Texas A&M on either my surprise team or most improved list. This year they make both. He's Phil Steele. He writes the preeminent preseason college football magazine uh let's switch gears on a monday afternoon sports chat to uh, the sun belt and i think the power is shifting from what was the east now to the west troy wins uh, a championship in john summerall's first year he ruins it for everybody else feel right if you come in and you win a, a, a conference championship in your first season a i don't know how you do better than that and b that puts pressure on all the rest of the coaches yeah, absolutely. And and we've seen that a lot now recently. We said look at uh, TCU. Uh Dykes comes into TCU last year and they're playing in the national championship game. I think that's going to make it tougher for the head coaches. It's going to speed it up. Maybe you won't see as many uh, Mike Norvell things or as Norvell had losing seasons his first two years at Florida State and then got into 10 wins last year. But John Summerall did a fantastic job. Now, he took over a team that maybe underperformed a little bit. You look at 2019, 20, and 21, they were basically one play away from getting to a bowl game each of those three years and came up just short each year. But he got the team pointed in the right direction. They played great defense. Uh, they did what they had to do on offense, knowing they had the defense and the special teams to win games, and got to a 12-2 and record. Now, this year, I think they'll be a little more explosive offensively. Mm. Gunnar Watson's back. Uh, Vidal really emerged a running back at the end of the year. Uh, like the uh, receiving core that they have with Barber, Stoudemire, and Rodgers. Uh, defensively, they may not be quite up to last year's standards with only six starters back as opposed to nine, but they're still going to be very good. I think the key to their season and the key probably to the Sunbelt West comes down to November 2nd when they host South Alabama, and it's going to be a great game. Well, we'll get to South Alabama here in a minute. So Monday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. Dave Schultz joined with Phil Steele, the preeminent editor, publisher, writer of the a preseason college football magazine. Let's talk about the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Mike Desimo gets to a bowl game in his first year. A lot of talent left, a lot of coaching left with Billy Napier. Uh, we have the quarterback issue. Are we? Is Ben Woldridge going to be healthy? Do you go with the experience in Chandler Fields, or do you maybe take it on the chin in the first month or so with Zeon Chris? Maybe, uh, but you may be set for the next one and a half to two seasons. Yeah, I think the best case scenario for Louisiana fans would be Ben Woolridge being healthy because I really saw a difference in the offense once he came in last season. 
Uh, he's been more like a coach during the offseason. We'll see if he's going to be available. But if not, keep in mind, Zeon Chris did get all the snaps in the spring with both Fields and Woolridge out. So I think that's going to help him be better acclimated if he's thrown into it. I mean, he's a talented quarterback. He's intelligent and took big uh, strides in the spring with the pass protection calls. They open up against Northwestern State, Old Dominion, a couple of uh, winnable games early on. So it may be a good time to, to throw him in there. But if Chandler Fields does indeed win the job, then Fields will be better with another with uh, eight starts under his belt, whereas opposed to last year when he had nine. But quarterback to me is one of my main concerns and, and of this team as well as defensive back. Remember, after spring practice was over, they lost both cornerback Trey Amos and uh, their safety uh, to the transfer portal. So I wonder how that's going to get affected. But overall, I think Louisiana is going to be a better team this year. It was a learning year for week year one for uh, Coach DeSormo. He's only got nine returning starters coming back, but the special teams are solid. And I think this team will play better in his second year. In fact, I put Louisiana on my most improved list, which mm. is a team that goes from a losing record to a bowl. I could see them winning eight or nine games this year, but they do have to play both South Alabama and Troy on the road. So the, the schedule to win the West is a tough one. Let's wrap it up with Phil Steele. I'm trying to figure out the over-under for South Alabama. is like sitting seven and a half. And for the most part, on the radio and on my uh, Lockdown Sunbelt podcast, they win less than 10 ball games. It's going to be a disappointing season. And they have a shot. They're at Tulane. They're at Oklahoma State. They're at JMU and at Troy, as you mentioned. Uh, so the schedule is not easy, but it is also an opportunity and they could have one of those special seasons. It could be a Cincinnati. It can be a UCF. Uh, even if they go 2-1 uh, and one to begin the season, either a win uh, at Tulane or at Oklahoma State, they could be in a position to have a huge season. Why are people sleeping on South Alabama with a win total of 7.5? It surprises me that the win total is only seven and a half. That's one that you, you definitely have to play into to like or get that corrected. Because uh, when I look at South Alabama, they're probably the most talented team in the Sun Belt Conference. I mean, they're number four in my experience chart. They got Carter Bradley coming back. We saw what he did in his first year. Uh, coming over from Toledo. LaDamian Webb was a uh, top-notch recruit and went to Florida State originally. He looks like a Power 5 running back. He's 5'7", 208, and probably the best running back in the Sun Belt Conference. You look at the receiving core with Lacey and Boysen, both back this year. That's dynamic, the offensive line. And when Kane Womack took over, the offensive line was a disaster. And now they've gone from a weak link to one of the strongest units on the team. That defensive line, one of the best in the, the league. Linebacker core is there. I read them the most talented team. And you hit it on the head. They may be an underdog in perhaps four games, which would be at Tulane, at Oklahoma State, at James Madison, at Troy, but very capable winning those games. None of them, they're a big dog. And Womack Pro last year, they almost beat UCLA on the road, right. did upset Central Michigan. I definitely like the over for South Alabama there. And I actually picked them to win the West, despite mm. the fact they play James Madison and Troy on the road. He is Phil Steele, uh, wrapping things up on a Monday afternoon sports chat, editor, writer, publisher of the preeminent college football preseason magazine. All right, you told us A&M was the surprise team in the SEC. Give us your surprise team nationally. I'm going to go with the Wisconsin Badgers. Mm. And if you're looking for a team to be like TCU, come out of nowhere and contend for the playoff spot, they're the team. Uh, when I look at Wisconsin, I originally was a little concerned that they're shifting more of a pass offense. But after talking to Coach Fickle, uh, he assured me they're not going to abandon the run. In fact, he feels that uh, by throwing the football more with Mordecai, they bring in from SMU and Phil Longo coming in from uh, North Carolina, 
that teams are going to have to defend the pass as well as opposed to bringing uh, eight, nine guys in the box. And then it's going to open up holes for Braylon Allen and Ches Malusi, and they'll have a more effective run game. He's had 1,000-yard rushers at Cincinnati. It's a more veteran Wisconsin team. One that goes from number 107 in my experience chart to number 20. Defensively, they go from three returning starters to eight. And then the schedule. Their five road games are against Washington State, a rebuilding Purdue, uh, Illinois, Indiana, and Minnesota. All fall into the very winnable category. Their toughest two games are Iowa and Ohio State. They catch Ohio State the week after the Buckeyes play Penn State at home in a big game. So I think the schedule, the talent, sets up well. Luke Fickle has gotten a group of five team in to make the playoff. Uh, I think he's got a shot this year with Wisconsin. Nobody's going to talk to him about that. They might not even be in the top 20 or 25 heading into the season. But uh, Wisconsin's my number one surprise team or a non-top 10 team that I think has a chance of making the playoff. He is Phil Steele. You can find his preseason college football magazine exclusively at Barnes & Noble. I think you can also order it from you, right? Is it philsteele.com? That's right, at philsteele.com. And when you order it at philsteele.com, you not only get the hard copy, we give you the digital magazine for free. Give an example. We update that all the way through September. On the Northwestern page right now, at least mm. David Braun is the head coach. You know, as you know, Pat Fitzgerald was let go. So we update that all the way through September. You get them both uh, at philsteel.com when you order the hard copy. Uh, it goes with me everywhere I go. I just went to Nashville for a week. I'm on the way to New Orleans for a couple of days, Sunbelt Media Days. Really appreciate the magazine, appreciate all the effort, and appreciate you, Phil Steele, for hopping on a Monday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Go. Thank you so much. Thank you, David. Always enjoy talking football with you, my friend. Steele's been doing that for uh, for a few years with us, so I appreciate uh, that. And he said, how about this one? Going to hop on the Locked On Sunbelt. So we'll get a hey. more thorough deal for your on stuff. that. Again, if you are just joining us and missed it, uh, Troy, <coughs> excuse me, Troy was picked to play App State because they have this stupid rule that James Madison moving up to uh, FBS cannot play in a bowl game. Wait, what? So, yeah. And James Madison's been playing in... Well, they won F- the division last year. In, but they've been playing in all these playoffs. FCS. Every- oh gotcha, gotcha. That's still dumb, man. So on today's Locked on Sun Belt, mm-hmm. Ro- Rocky Boyman pointed out, because they don't want guys... To load up on FBS players and then drop down oh, to FCS. Doing what we're saying about how the how the Sun Belt is just the minor leagues for these SEC teams. No. Yeah, they don't want that to happen. That's not what I said. Oh. They don't want them to load up on FBS players and then drop back down to FCS. Oh, okay. All right. See what you're saying now. Having said that, <clears throat> there's an easy fix to that. First, you can't drop down for ten years. Once you're at FBS, you can't drop down. And everything that you have to invest in FBS, you're not going to drop down anyways. But if you drop back down to FCS, you can't come back. If some super genius like me can figure out those parameters, someone at the NCAA can figure out those parameters. It's not that difficult. So it's Troy playing App State. Again, I'm still wondering about Troy. I think South Alabama should be the leader in the clubhouse, but that's just me. It could be a little homerism there, <laughs> which I'm sure goes well over well here in Lafayette. Uh, all right, let's take a timeout. Bottom of the hour, Corey Diaz already in New Orleans. Nice. Sober? To go. Sober? Yeah, sober right now. Why? It's not 5 o'clock. What does that have to do with anything? But he's man's on the job. Is he? Yeah, I assume so. All right. Are you going to ask him? Absolutely. Okay, we're going to find out.
I, I presume he's still sober. He just got there. That's I presume he's not doing shots. <laughs> well, but I wouldn't asked. be surprised if he's doing a, if he had a beverage already. Okay. I'm saying right. he wait until five. Well, I'm not getting there till 830. So. Well, you got time. <laughs> yeah, he's got time to wait for me. All right. Back after this. Dave Schultz, Linda Burton. The Monday afternoon sports chat. 1033. The GOAT. Then they're full of sheep. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The following businesses proudly support the broadcast of UL Athletics on 1033 The Goat, 1420 AM, and News Talk 96.5 KPL. Arsenal Red and Morella. Jeremy's. Macro Companies. Twin Peaks. And National Foundation. Support these businesses that support Raging Cajun Broadcast and bring all the action into your homes, cars, smart speakers, or wherever you work all season long. If your business would like to join the winning team and support the broadcast of UL Athletics by becoming a UL Broadcast Booster, contact Pam Begno by calling 337-233-6000. Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do. So great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. Spilled your drink? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So, you can get back to your night. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, thinking about gas mileage? If your check engine light is on, it may be affecting your MPGs. But the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help. With the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes, you'll know what's affecting your gas mileage and more. And you don't have to drive too far to find the fix. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service is available at all 6,200 stores. Get in the zone, See details at AutoZone.com. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time.
Dave Schultz back on a Monday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. Kevin Seifert from uh, ESPN writing Minnesota Vikings receiver Jordan Addison said he was driving 140 miles per hour last week because his dog was having an emergency at home. Oh, dang. According to a citation filed Monday with the Ramsey County District Court and reviewed by ESPN. The updated citation included misdemeanor charges and reckless driving. Description of the incident issued by the Minnesota State Patrol notes that Addison stated his dog was having an emergency at his residence and that the reason that was the reason for his speed. I mean, look, Dave, I'm going to be honest. If my dog was like, if I need to rush my dog to the vet, I'd be speeding. Right. But you'd be at home at 3 a.m. Oh, yeah, for sure. He didn't have the dog. Oh. The dog was at home. Oh. He was going home to the dog. Oh, yeah, he... Allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing, the, he's doing the, what can I get people on my side? To say, yeah, to get To a, make it mm-hmm. a reason why I was driving fast. I got you. That reason Ugh. didn't come up when he said he apologized earlier in the week, right? I made a mistake. I take responsibility. I'll learn from it. Now, all of a sudden, we get it. There's a dog issue. Yeah. Well, how does he know there's a dog issue? Who's at home? Good question. Does he have a girlfriend? Does he have like? Why isn't the girlfriend taking the dog to the vet? At 3 a.m.? Can you get him? Is there an yeah. ER for vet for dogs? For vets? Um, there's one in Lafayette. There's some place. I think it stays open till midnight. Well, what happens at three a.m.? <laughs> you're screwing up. Oh, up. Oh, really? Yeah, you're up a creek. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> you gotta wait till the morning. Which is how? What time? Um, I think six eight. Let me okay. see. All right. Vet twenty four. According to citation. Patrol officer observed Addison driving eastbound on I-94 Thursday just after 3 a.m. at extremely high speed. Oh, Later, no, there, it, there is a... Uh, so it stays open. On Mondays, it stays open 24 hours. Saturday and Sunday, it stays open 24 hours. And then Tuesday, it's 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. Wednesday, 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. No, this, this is weird. Well, it says Lafayette Animal Emergency Clinic. And then Thursday, 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. And then Friday... 5 p.m. to 12 a.m. So it's got to be a regular vet somewhere. Yeah. And you're looking at the emergency one. The emergency clinic, yeah. So yeah. there is something overnight. 5 mm-hmm. p.m. to 8 a.m. is overnight. 5 p.m. to yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. Driving a Lamborghini Urus uh, with license plate, dealer license plates. So not his car yet? Mm, not a good look again. All right. Not even temporary plates? Jeez. Addison first slowed down when he saw police lights from another trooper who was pulled over on the right shoulder of the road. Uh, Addison, 21, uh, the number 23 pick overall, the 23 draft, issued a public apology a day later saying he made a mistake, used poor judgment. He also promised not to repeat the behavior, but did not say anything about his dog's emergency. Mm. I don't know if I'm buying that. I think he was telling the cop whatever came to mind. Mm-hmm. And just was trying to get away with it, yeah. Or he had some leniency. Mm-hmm. Usually if you're driving 140 miles an hour, you're in jail. Yeah. Hard to get out of that. All right. Also, his license should be suspended for six months. For sure. All right. I'm with you. Jordan, get an Uber deal. Yeah. 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 All right. Either carpool with somebody or go Uber. I'm betting that you live in the same neighborhood as some of your teammates. All right. And as a young man, probably should live closer to the stadium anyways. Mm-hmm. Go get a nice downtown condo. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Right. No, that's what I would do. Uh, all right, let's take a timeout. 
man, is it still a rest season? Is that still is that still a thing right now? God, it's the last bit. It's the last time before training camp. I, I was gonna say there's not there, there haven't there been hasn't much been that now, much. No, there has not been very much. That's not at all. That's and something this I was really is not. For. Technically, I don't think that's a crime, mm-hmm. right? It's a moving violation. There's been more arrests with coaches in, in administration yeah, right. and people like higher up. Northwestern's in a boatload of trouble. Oof. Boatload Did of trouble. Did they say anything about the AD yet? Not yet. Because that's something I'm watching to see They're if they do. Boatload of trouble. All right, coming up next, Corey Diaz live from New Orleans. I say he's had a drink. Okay. You're saying no. I'm saying no. All right. Back after this, Dave Schultz, Lynn Burton on 103.3 The Go. Download the free 103.3 The Goat app now. You've got mail and the very latest sports news now. Did he say what I think he said? 103.3 The Goat. At Lofton, we're in the business of matching hard workers with some of the most sought-after employers in the Lafayette area. To Lofton, you're more than just another employee. We care about your interests, and we can help match you with a company that needs your skills. You can complete an application, schedule an interview, and even browse jobs by simply going to lofton.jobs. That's lofton.jobs. We also offer an unlimited $100 referral bonus. At Lofton, we put people to work. Lofton.jobs. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At 4 in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. 
miss with a goat. <laughs> You'll get the horns, then the butt. Because <laughs> that's what goats do. 103.3, the goat. Sunbelt Conference has, been in, has become the premier group of five conference in the country. And Sports Chat with me, Dave Schultz, will be live from New Orleans at Sunbelt Media Days, Tuesday, July 25th and uh, the 26th on Wednesday. I'll bring you the coaches, players, and media covering the Sunbelt 2023. 2023 Sunbelt Media Days are brought to you by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus, a division of Hub International. That's Sports Chat with me, Dave Schultz, live from New Orleans at the 2023 Sunbelt Media Days on the best sports talk in Acadiana. 1033 the goat 1033thegoat.com uh, my family does not want me to go gambling i've already made my first bet it's 4:30 uh, in the afternoon in new orleans he arrived about an hour and a half ago i believe that Corey diaz from the advertiser has had an adult beverage did i win or did i lose Oh, Schultzy. Uh I don't know what kind of picture you're painting me, buddy, but uh, well, you, you lost that bet. All right. I'm not painting a picture like Let's you. Let's go. I knew it, Corey. Like you had a bunch of shots or something like that. I'm just suggesting that you're in New Orleans. I, you know, I don't think you're like, you know, someone's holding you up at the bar, but I figured you're writing and you're having a little beverage, kind of doing like the old the old time sports writer. Look, I, look. I, I know I talk a big game. I know I like to tell everyone I'm a booze hound, but not wow. not to that extent. <laughs> I'm not, again, not suggesting that you're drunk or drinking or driving, but I'm suggesting that maybe you're enjoying an adult beverage. I'm glad you're waiting for me to get down there to enjoy the adult beverage, which I will purchase uh, the first round. All right, uh, Corey Diaz from the Daily Advertiser hopping on, talking Sunbelt Media Days. Cajuns pick third. I think that's right where they are, third or fourth there. Corey, what do you think? Yeah, you know, that's uh I, I didn't I didn't have a vote, but that's you know, that's been where that slotted them. Um, you know, I, I know Troy uh lost their Q B, um, but you know, their Q B really wasn't the reason why they were the best team in the Western division last year. Uh defensively they still return a lot of pieces. I know they lost Marshall there, they're kind of their defensive leader, but um, you know, they they still got a lot of good pieces back uh from last year's uh, Sunbelt Conference Championship team. Um, and South Alabama is probably the best offense on the West side. Um, now I know, you know, some Southern Miss fans would be like, but wait a minute, you know, we've got the best, potentially the best player in the league and Frank Gore Jr. at running back. Uh, but I just think that, you know, with, uh, you know, the guys that they've got at wide out back, um, their quarterbacks back, you know, South Alabama, I could see put up a lot of points this year. Uh, I really think it, it's going to come down to their meeting on November 2nd. And uh, I think UL is probably behind them. Again, we just – we still have some questions at quarterback, obviously, for the Cajuns. Um, you know, how healthy is Chandler Fields? Uh, will Ben even remotely be available at all this fall? Or will he completely miss the year coming back from the, the late season ACL tear? Uh, Zion Chris obviously took every single snap during the spring, so he got an incredible amount of uh, experience and, and valuable experience for him as a freshman. Um, you know, how much can he, you know, sort of push the envelope there at that position? Uh, obviously, in terms of, you know, arm strength and things of that nature, I think he's, you know, he's he's probably the best guy um, in terms of those kind of attributes at quarterback. So, and obviously he brings a lot with his legs, too. Um, you know, look, the running backs didn't really prove a whole lot uh, last year, so they're going to have 
a uh, lot to prove this year. Uh, offensive line had some struggles at times last year. So offensively, there's a lot of questions uh, for, for UL and, and Desimo heading to his second year. Um, what will it look like and how will they try to sort of right that ship? And, um, you know, I thought before, uh, you know, Trey Amos and, and, and Cam Podesclo, I thought before those guys transferred out, I thought the defense uh, coming into this year was going to be even better than what it looked last year. But those were that was two big key losses on the back end of the defense. And so, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of questions on defense for UL as well. So, um you know, there's there's a lot going there's a lot going to go on, um, and you know, early season them finding a rhythm, especially offensively, I think is going to go a long way for this team. And so, uh, you know, we've got just a few more weeks, and uh, we'll be able to see what they're going to look like uh, here just around the corner. What do you think is going to be uh, Mike Desmo's answer when it comes to the quarterback uh, tomorrow? Yeah, well, look. It has to be a competition, right, Schultz? I sure, mean, that's what um, I think. You know, again, you know, Zion takes every single snap during the spring while Chandler's out with, uh, you know, recovering from an abdominal surgery. Uh, although, you know, I, I talked a little bit to Chandler during one of the practices, and, and he was a great spirit. Um, you know, he was obviously a little down that he was not out there with his guys, but um, he seemed to be in a good spot, and, and uh, he was just waiting to get back. And, and obviously with a guy in his situation, you, you love to kind of see that and hear that from him. Um, so I'm expecting another, you know, second straight preseason practice with a quarterback competition. Um, I, I'm interested to kind of pick Dez's brain on, you know, after him going through the quarterback battle with Chandler and Ben last year, you know, what did he kind of learn during that process and, and how much finer tuned is, is sort of his approach and what exactly he's looking for and who potentially could be his starting quarterback. I think that may be the, the, the big question tomorrow for Dez is just kind of how his, his approach uh, to a quarterback race, how has it changed uh, since last year and kind of what he learned in that process. And, and I don't know if that will necessarily maybe give us a, an indicator on whether it be Chandler or Zeon, um, you know, come the beginning of September. But, um, again, they've got, you know, they'll have 15 practices before they'll sort of get into some game preparation. Um, and so I would imagine kind of around the same time as it was last fall uh, when we'll kind of learn who that starting quarterback will be um, you know, and obviously when we get out there too, right, Schulte, and get a little get a little time seeing these guys, seeing them throw around. I mean, obviously Chandler's health is going to kind of be at the forefront there, and if he looks healthy, you know, I think we'll have a pretty good competition between those two guys. Talking to Corey Diaz from the Daily Advertiser, previewing a little Sunbelt Media Days. Do you think we'll get a definitive answer on when on where Ben Wildridge is back? Or are we going to get the hem and hawing? We hope he's back. We hope he can contribute during during fall camp or do you think we'll say, you know what, we're not counting on him. Hopefully he'll be healthy by like October 1st. <laughs> Listen, man, you, you, different coaches, you know, play these sorts of situations in, in completely different ways. Right. So, uh, you know, obviously we can only kind of go at this point with what we've encountered with Des in the past. And he's been a little, um, you know, um, beat around the bush in sure. these types of situations. I'm not entirely expecting a, uh, a clear, concise answer about Wooldridge, but you know, it's interesting, you know, they put out, you know, some of the you know, photos and, and, and little video clips from their, their media day that the, that the guys went through, uh, I guess it was probably maybe a little over a week ago. And, uh, you know, it was interesting that, you know, I did see a little bit of Wooldridge, you know, with that footage. Uh, so I don't know if that's, you know, I, we could all be reading a little too much into that, but, um, but you know, maybe he's a little uh, further ahead in his rehab than, than maybe some of the doctors and medical staff uh, anticipated at this point. Um, so, but 
Rest assured, Dave, I'll, I'll definitely ask Dez tomorrow. Um, might be my first question to him um, because well, if, he, if we think back to last year, right, I mean, I, I think Ben was the best quarterback. I think he had the best collective, uh, you know, stretch of snaps and, and time at the position uh, than anybody else on the roster. So um, you, you got to think if, if, if they feel like he's the guy, you know, even if he's going to miss the first four, five, six weeks of the year, um, I mean, if he's your guy, why not just when he's healthy, run him out there and see what he can do. Especially if you're in a if you're in a situation where, you know, if you haven't started the year off great, uh, you're going to need to rattle off maybe four wins in the last six games to, to reach bowl right. eligibility or something. Um, you know, I would not be shocked if once Ben's cleared that he goes out there and he plays. Now they should beat ODU, but that's on the road. So any win on the road is a good win. But that's a conference game really early on, and then there's Buffalo and Minnesota in there. So are they starting two and two? Are they starting, you know, one and three? Uh, you know, they got Northwestern State, though. That better be a win. You know, do they knock off <laughs> Buffalo at home? Do they, you know, what do they do up against Minnesota uh, in Minneapolis? He is Corey Diaz, a daily advertiser down in New Orleans. Beat me down there to the Sunbelt Media Days. All right, a couple of guys, a little bit short for the Cajuns. Usually there's a, a lot of Cajuns. Uh, on the preseason teams, and by the way, you're not the only one who didn't vote. Only the coaches voted. So when you get the coaches voting, you don't get somebody like Vanderbilt getting eight first-place votes in SEC media days. I don't know who <laughs> could have voted Vanderbilt uh, at first place in the East Division. Uh, having said that, Neil Johnson uh, gets a uh, his first team, all Sunbelt, the tight end. He is the Cajuns' leading returning receiver. Uh, and I would like to see them use the tight end more, as everybody knows. And then who is it? A.J. Gilly, the offensive lineman. Is he a tackle or a guard? What I'm trying to look for that, and I could not find it. Well, I, you know, I think A.J., right, uh, next level, I'm, I'm pretty sure he projects as a guard. I mean, okay. I think in terms of height, he's not – I don't think he quite has the height to play tackle in the NFL. You know, he, look, he could prove me wrong. What, you know, what do I know, Dave? I don't know. Right. Especially with offensive right. linemen, like, you never know where those guys play, but – uh, yeah, no, I think uh, at least next level, I think AJ is a is, a, is an NFL guard, and uh, I certainly believe he'll so obviously play in the NFL. I think he's certainly good enough. But um, yeah, look, I I think Neil um, again. We we've talked about a lot of these questions on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, whether it's Chandler throwing it to him or Zion throwing it to him. Uh, I mean, Neil Johnson is is primed and set up to have a big season for UL on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, um, he caught a couple of touchdown passes last year. Um, you know, again, it's a position where you had Neil there. You had Johnny Lumpkin there last year. Pierce Meagle uh, had a couple of really good catches. I mean, uh, you know, for a situation where you're bringing in a new quarterback and, and you're trying to um, put him in the best situation as possible, uh, I still was a little surprised that the tight end was not utilized more than what it was last year. Um, and maybe that's something that, you know, Dez kind of learned with his first year. And maybe we'll see Neil uh, get, get the ball a lot. Um, and I think he's certainly deserving of that. I mean, he's one of the better, you know, just overall playmakers, you know, on the offensive side of the ball. I think Draylon Washington could be good at running back, but you know, again, he didn't really flash all that much last year. You know, Terrence Williams, um, you know, he had a couple of flashes, but he was not consistent at running back. And, and you know, uh, I mean, who's who's going to catch the ball out wide? I mean, Lance LeJean, I mean, you know, he's he's played, what, four games at the wide receiver spot, and, and he's back playing there. But, you know, how's his progression development been uh, since last year? And, 
Um, there's just so many questions. Uh, so why not just utilize the guy that you know beyond a doubt, right, that has proven himself, that can deliver for you, that can go out there and be productive and efficient. Um, I would just go out there, and if I could get Neil Johnson the ball 20, 20 times a game, I think I would just do that. I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. You got anybody who could pull off a surprise? I'm really interested in Texas State and ODU, and I don't think they're going to be, you know, not finishing the top half of their divisions. ODU was picked last in the East, uh, Texas State fifth in the West, both coming in uh, with either a new head coach or new offensive coordinator coming from high-powered offenses. You know, if you're going to lose, you can't be boring. You can't lose, you know, 17-14 ballgames. Uh or, you know, 20 to 6 ball games. But if you start losing 48-42, everyone's having a lot of fun, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if you're, I feel like if you're in the bottom half of the Sun Belt this year, because, look, most teams in the league are actually uh, ushering in a, a new starting quarterback. Um, so I think, I think collectively the defensive side of the ball is probably going to be better uh, across the league this year, both on the east and west side. Um, but I, I'm really interested to kind of see how some of these teams offensively develop, you know, as we get, you know, three, four, five weeks into the year because, um, you know, right now there's just a whole lot of unknown. Um, and maybe not necessarily – you know, some court, some new coordinators coming in and, like, drastically changing things like Clay Hilton did at Georgia, you know, Southern last year, going from option to, you know, pass happy. But uh, I don't think we'll encounter anything like that from any team this year. But, um, no, I'm interested to see kind of maybe how some some new quarterbacks change up some of the some of the schematics uh, for these offensive, you know, for the offensive side of the ball on some of these teams. So it, it will be interesting. I mean, I, I think – Southern Miss is probably a team that um, potentially could be set up to, you know, I guess, quote unquote, shock some people. Um, I, I think they're on par. You know, I think the West is pretty stacked at the top, you know, with Troy, with South Alabama, Southern Miss. Uh, I think UL's in there, too. If they can just, you know, if they can just sort of tighten some things up offensively in the first two, three, four weeks of the year, um, I think UL will certainly be in the running uh, for the Western Division Championship again. So, it's a really good league. And again, it's unfortunate that the NCAA denied James Madison's waiver. Uh, I'm with you. Have to yeah. wait one more year yep. uh, to, to compete for Sun Belt championships. But look, let's be honest. They had a tremendous year last year. I think they're going to be as good, if not maybe a little better. I know they're replacing mm. their quarterback too, but I think the Dukes are going to be just as good. And then by the time they're able to start competing for, you know, postseason appearances and, and championships, uh, JMU is going to be a real factor in this league. Uh, for the foreseeable future. Um, and so it, it's who's going to win? Is it going to be Coastal on that side? I know a lot of people picking them. Or is it going to be Appalachian State? Uh, I know they've got some questions that need to be answered too. So uh, it's it, it's interesting, man. I think the, the league is really top-heavy, but I think the bottom half too can probably win a game here or there throughout the year that you might would not expect them to win. Uh, and again, like you said, Chelsea, it may be because they outscored somebody one afternoon, you know, 42 to 35. Or right. Something. Yep. All right. What's uh, what are you writing about here uh, right before Sunbelt Media Days that people can see in the Daily Advertiser? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, we've had some stuff uh, post already on the advertiser.com. You know, I, I listed the, the six most important uh, UL players uh, for the year. Um, and we've talked about a couple of those guys. Uh, during this little, little spot here already, um, you check those out. I did an overall, you know, Sun Belt storylines uh, for this season. 
we've, we've got that up live and running on the website as well. Uh, you know, tomorrow we're looking at, you know, again, we talked about it, but, you know, want to know where Ben is help wise, you know, how right. much or if any at all, will he be able to contribute to this team this year? And, um, you know, what does the defense look like? What can we anticipate, um, you know, at the running back position? How is its depth looking? And, and you know, will they be even more efficient than they were last year? So uh, lots of questions. Uh, excited to look. I guess we're officially here now. So we're, we're, we're here 2023 college football season. Let's uh, get this thing cranked up, Schulte. We do. And to get it cranked up, you have about an hour and 15 minutes. Go next door. It's a Sazerac house. Let me know what they have available for sale. You don't even have to drink it. Just let me know what they got available. <laughs> Closes at 6. Well, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be sure. You know, I guess it'll be after 5. So I'll be sure to do a couple samples for you. Well, you can know. do the samples. I'll see. He's just waiting until 5 o'clock. You guys are talking. That's like, what I told you. That's what you did say. You're talking <laughs> like I'm not doing any beveraging here. God, you make me feel like, make me feel awful. All right. Look, we're Louisianians. That's we what gotta, I'm saying. Louisianians. That's a reason to be we drinking at any point five. in time. No one waits till 5 in Louisiana. We that's drink late. every day, all night. We got to <laughs> wait till 5. No, that's not right. Uh, all right. He is. Corey Diaz, I did talk to your boy Ben Portnoy in uh, in Nashville, so it was good to catch up with him. Oh yeah, that's that's my guy, uh, Miss M. But we he and Ben and I talk just about every day. So, oh wow, uh, you know we keep up with all things uh, South Carolina Gamecocks as well as uh, Louisiana Raging Cajun. So it's it's a, it's always an interesting conversation. We will see you in New Orleans, my friend. Thanks for hopping on. My man, appreciate you. Hey, uh, safe travels getting here tonight. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, the beveraging will not start until I get down there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do, need a, I do need a turkey sandwich before I get down there. Yeah, you got to eat something. You can't uh, yeah, drink on an empty stomach. That's right. Um, all right, let's take a timeout. That went long. Shocker. Gosh, you're going to make me start worrying about you drinking on an empty stomach. Getting sick. No, we won't drink a lot tonight. <laughs> I, last year, I drank a lot <laughs> after the first night. Okay. Because I ended up at a really great event. Okay, nice, nice, nice. And I kept on like... Let's work out. Let's work out. Let's work out. Didn't and, work and out. And I didn't work out. No. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, let's take a time out. We'll be back. We'll put a bow on hour number two. Hour number three. Show's flying by. It is. Ryan Ballinger. You talk a little open championship on 103.3 The Goat. school is on and staples has great prices on everything you need for your best year yet save on notebooks save on headphones and laptops save on pens markers and all the essentials and right now at staples save up to 60 percent on select notebooks markers and more school on save on at staples where school savings are always in session and 729 prices may vary in store and online Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. 
No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Dan Hicks with Paul A. Zinger, welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic and Zing. She has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down to this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two-mile-an-hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. Looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. Looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad-spectrum sunscreen. And a generous amount, too. Incredible. That was a masterful performance. That was pretty good, too. Stand Up to Cancer and Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. All right, Dave Schultz. You all right there? Yeah, no, I hit music. You, you, okay. They didn't hear that. You, only you heard that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Dave Schultz, Lynn and Burton on a uh, Monday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Go. We will be at Sunbelt Media Days tomorrow. I'm leaving after the show. Uh, we'll be back live here Thursday, but I'll be, out, I'll be down in New Orleans for Tuesday and Wednesday. And we do get every single player nice. from every single team. So that's probably what's going to be... On the show Tuesday and Wednesday. All right, plus the commissioner, Keith Gill. From there, we'll bring all the media interviews back uh-huh. to have for Thursday. And Lyndon is bailing on me on Friday, oh, some no. sort of thing. He's got to make me produce. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to be doing. The chances of us, you know, if I could pre record the whole show, I would. <laughs> I got to go do it. You got uh, nothing. You, got, you know, he's I probably going to go watch Barbie again no. or something like that. I got a, I got a live. My podcast got uh, contracted by one of the biggest anime conventions right. in the country. We're going to do three live shows over there. I want to see video. Oh, yeah. You can see. I've got you. All right. I'll show you. Uh, after this, I'll show you the crowd. We've done it two years in a row. All right. And this is the first time we're getting paid because they saw we bring a good crowd. All right. So um, I'll sh- I can show you the crowds. Are you making money on this in Denver? Yeah. Or no, are no, they no, just no. covering costs? No, 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 no. This is the first time uh, they're paying for our hotel. And then, oh. they're, and then they're paying me uh, uh, a, a flat fee. fee. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. All right. And I'm splitting it with my guys. Yeah, All right, no, for sure. For you. Yep. All right. This is the first time this has happened. See if you can find a good bottle of bourbon in Texas because they got <laughs> different things in Texas that we can get in here in Louisiana and, La- <laughs> and in Alabama. So. This is going straight to uh, me uh, buying our merch division. 
Well, you can do the merch thing. I'll pay you for oh, the okay, bourbon, okay, you dummy. Okay. I'm not expecting a okay, gift. Yeah, I didn't know. I will reimburse you. I'll Venmo you the money. That'll work then. All right. You just go into a couple of stores. Because I got to I I like I uh, build up my business because we just got a new designer to design designing some cool merch. All right. All right. So quickly, we'll talk about this in the third hour. Uh, we were talking about the legacies from Sabin mm-hmm. and uh, Belichick, which I don't understand the people who are writing yeah. this. I think it's hilarious. They're questioning their legacies or if they should be fired. That's dumb. However, if Belichick is fired, Mm -hmm. I got a good list of potential places where he can go. I'm excited. You told me some of them. Some of them sound good. We'll write this one up as well. But if he just wants to be a coach, because if he wants to be GM coach, I'm going to say no, because I don't think he can do it anymore. I don't think he's been very good GM. Right? He's much better at doing the end of the... Uh, draft guys in the non-drafted free agents than he is picking the the first and second round guys. So he's swung and missed at some guys, and shortly thereafter, you know, I think he could have had Jefferson as a wide receiver. Could have, jeez, could have. And he picked Nik- uh, Nikhil Harry. <laughs> yeah. Come on. And I think there's another receiver. I think T. Uh. Higgins was in that class as well. Like. Belichick in the Philadelphia Eagles kind of got hosed in that draft because they took Jalen Rager. That's the Jalen Rager right. draft. Yeah, yeah, that is Jalen Rager. Even though they have won since then, but still. So You're right. They, uh, but they had to bite the bullet and pay A.J. Brown, and then they had to lose well, another they, year. Well, yeah, they, and they, get the, Deontay well, Smith. they won the NFC Championship. Yeah. They didn't win the Super Bowl. Oh, true, 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 true. All right, let's take a timeout. Coming up next, Ryan Balangie talking a little open championship as Brian Harmon, a long shot, wins the British Open. Back after this, Dave Schultz, Lynn Burton on a Monday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. businesses proudly support the broadcast of UL Athletics on 1033 The Goat, 1420 AM, and News Talk 96.5 KPL. EcoView Windows of Acadiana. NEI. GPS. Ernie Insurance. And Home Furniture. Support these businesses that support Raging Cajun Broadcast and bring all the action into your homes, cars, smart speakers, or wherever you work all season long. If your business would like to join the winning team and support the broadcast of UL Athletics by becoming a UL Broadcast Booster, contact Pam Begno by calling 337-233-6000. Every piece of land has a story. The Upshaw's right there is with a John Deere 1 Series tractor they call Penny. When your project comes up, you have to just jump in and figure out what is it going to take. From front loader to backhoe, the Upshaw's have the tools to DIY all day long. Run with us on a 1 Series tractor and start telling your story. Get $1,000 off a 1025R tractor and 0% APR fixed rate for 60 months. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315. Hi, we're Comparian Insurance Agency. Right now you're thinking, Comparian? Never heard of them. We know. We also know that you have no idea that Comparian Insurance Agents are local and provide expert advice. So to help it stick, we're going to say local agent four times in the next 15 seconds. Ready? Go. Our local agents know you and your community. Our local agents offer insurance from top carriers. Our local agents have minty fresh breath. Find us at ComparianInsurance.com. Comparian Insurance Agency. Local agents. Expert advice. And there's number four. 
Parts provides more than just the right parts for your repair. Our professional parts people can also offer free check engine light diagnosis. We can scan your vehicle and provide a list of possible fixes. Find the right parts for you or recommend a great local repair shop. Don't ignore your check engine light. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, let's get out of here. With Audible, we could root for a lone astronaut as he tries to save Earth from disaster. Maybe go for a run with the founder of the world's biggest sneaker brand. We could get the tea on the real-life media mogul succession drama. Or find out what life is really like for an Oscar-winning actress. I mean, with Audible, we could go anywhere. There's more to imagine when we listen. Hear the latest audiobooks, podcasts, and originals at audible.com. Why are interscholastic sports called the last classroom of the day? Because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork, accountability, and perseverance. School sports are so much more than a game. They're about developing the whole person. That's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic sports in Louisiana. This message presented by the LHSAA and the Louisiana High School Athletic Directors Association. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 DQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. Part 